What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Tug Life Podcast. It's the podcast that I put out whenever I have something that I want to say, whether it be once a week, once a month, once a year. It's not once a year because I had one a couple weeks ago. But I'm excited to talk about something, folks. This is a fun one. Ten years ago, this week, I debuted in my first Broadway play. And I decided to call up, beg, plead, ask, request the other members of that fantastic cast to come on the show and talk about their experience of doing Magic Bird, written by Eric Simonson, directed by Tommy Kale, who you may know to also have gone on to direct Hamilton. That was the next play he did after Magic Bird. Magic Bird, for those of you who don't know, is the story of the friendship between Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, two NBA legends. It's a great story. If you haven't read about it or seen the HBO documentary or watched Winning Time on HBO currently, as our director Tommy Kale used to say, this is a story of American mythology. It's like Paul Bunyan. It's Johnny Appleseed. It's a story that helped really elevate the NBA to the great sports that we see today. And Magic Johnson and Larry Bird have a, a relationship that will stand the test of time. It will be told by our children's children. And we decided to tell the story on Broadway. And it was an amazing experience for me personally as a person who grew up playing basketball, went to college to play basketball, ate, drank, and slept basketball, and then lost that, and then ate, drank, and slept theater. And then I fused those two loves into one production. It was pretty incredible for me. I got to travel to French Lake, Indiana to visit Larry Bird's hometown, talk to people that went to high school and grew up with Larry Bird, met Larry Bird on opening night with Magic Johnson, so many others, went to Boston, watched the Lakers-Celtics game, talked to Danny Ainge about the relationship of Larry Bird and Kevin McHale and everyone in that locker room. It's one of those things where you're just kind of excited to do the homework. You're like reading everything you can about your subject. You're watching tapes that the NBA sends to you. Fun partnership with the NBA um, in doing the show. A lot of people came through. You'll, you'll hear about this in the interview that we talk about tonight. The time the Indiana Pacers came through to watch the show. Baron Davis, I remember coming to the show. A lot of athletes coming to the show. A lot of special people coming to see the show who maybe you may or may not normally go to Broadway shows. That was the power of Magic Bird. I just think about it with so much glee. I'm so happy to think about the production because the people on the cast and the crew were so fantastic. Being able to do theater in New York is always special. And telling the story where <laughs> I think Francois Baptiste talks about it in, in our interview. Um, we all sort of talk about the introduction that the show made. Basically, like we use the New York Knicks opening music and we come out and we pull off our warm-ups like we're starting the basketball game. It was really fun. I'd love to find a way to see it 10 years on. But So in this interview today, we have Kevin Daniels, who played Maddie Johnson. We had Francois Batiste, who played a myriad of characters. We have Didi O'Connell, who played, including Larry Bird's mom, a bunch of characters, and so lucky to get her on the podcast. And then we also have Robert Manning Jr., who played... A few characters, including Michael Cooper. I can't remember which spots in Celtic he played. He'll have to remind me. And then, of course, we had Peter Scolari 
who was a member of a cast who we suddenly and sadly lost last year. And we talk about him at length in the interview. Just an amazing person, an amazing talent. He's very, very, very sorely missed. Would have loved to have him on this interview. He would have had us cracking up. And of course, so many other members of the crew, our understudy team, the dressers, just a fantastic group of people. It was really special. So we talk about all of that. We talk about what our auditions were like to get the job. We talk about our opening night memories, which are crazy. And we just talk about our thoughts about how we think about the show today. So it's a lot of fun. Hope you'll sit back and enjoy this interview of five actors coming back together after 10 years to talk about the show. There is two things I should mention. One, I incorrectly state that there are seven kids uh, from this company of Magic Bird who've come after the production. There's actually eight. Francois has three kids. I have three kids. Rob has two kids. Tommy Kale now has a kid. So there's really nine. I, I think I say seven throughout the show. That's my bad. And two, there is a, there is some swearing in the, some loose light swearing in the episode. So if you're driving around with some kids, just take note of that. But it's, it's innocent swearing. So without further ado, I'm so happy to, to have gotten this podcast on tape. Hopefully my kids will listen to it years from now and know that their dad was on a Broadway stage shooting baskets in front of Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, who both came to opening night. This is a surreal experience to even say those words. So without further ado, let's get into the interview and hear from the cast of Magic Bird. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Why is Kevin naked in my giraffe? <laughs> Wait, I'm, not, I'm, not seeing, I'm not seeing everything then. I know. <laughs> you see Kevin. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's Kevin. Where is he? He's naked? Uh, no, this looks like he's in a pool with a giraffe or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to unmute him. Oh, I can't stand you guys. Diddy! What's going on? Oh, God, I'm going to speak. Where is everybody? I'm in LA. Me too. You've been there. Yeah. You've been there? Yeah, I've, I've been here. I've been here. I, I, you know, sadly, but no children, no nothing else. <laughs> just, just me and my depression. I think nice. there's a lot, a lot of breeding going on. Not, the breeding is being taken care of by. Right. Yeah. They're doing all that. It's fine. It's okay, fine. They're, they're breeding. We don't have to breed. We don't have to breed. It's okay. <laughs> oh my God. Rob, Rob, how many kids do you have? I have one's coming around the corner. I have yeah. two. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Look at that. That didn't happen. Say hi. Hi. Hey, buddy. Hi. That was one of the best things that happened to us was when when uh, that baby got born. Oh, yeah. Right. Let's bring him in. We had a show baby. You had a show baby. Right at the end. Right at the end. Well, you know, one of my friends, he had a baby on the last day of the show we were doing. <laughs> I still remember you, Kevin. Up all night having the baby. There he is. Yo! I don't remember exactly you hey look guys. like you're on the throne, brother. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no light in my bedroom, man. But it's just, nah, it's just the headboard. Yeah, okay, got you. Got you. Oh, okay, cool. sitting on the throne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's usually like that's where I like to have my Zoom meetings. <laughs> <laughs> not today. <laughs> hey, y'all. Let's uh, walk. Oh my God! So Langston, you guys. Langston, say hi. Hey, you Lang. Know? Dino Swa has a Langston too. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. left. He's got a uh, 
a baseball game at four. And they oh, okay. left. Yeah. Well, we'll make it quick for you. I know how busy you are. We had, we had seven, seven kids between the group here. So, I mean. That's seven. Tug, you have two? I have three. Yeah, three. three. Yeah. Tug is oh, you busy. have three. Yeah. <laughs> Were the other no, birds no, as wow. dramatic? Yeah, the face is right. <laughs> the other, do the other birds have as dramatic mm. stories to go with them? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Up all that night. was so great. No, I mean Francois has this the, the greatest story. I mean, uh, you know, I, I always remember the, your face. It was like we were closing, but your face was we were so elated. It was a strange cacophony of emotions, man. It was. Uh, the best of times, the worst of times. You know how it goes. It was it was strange. It was it was wonderful though, man. Just this kaleidoscope of emotion. Just it's still a blur, but <laughs> <laughs> that blur started right then. <laughs> yeah. Hey Tug, did you give an invite to Anthony Holiday by any chance? I I, I did not. And I you know I, I thought about, I thought about him today, but I didn't. I don't know if I, I have his information like on the ready. But, right. Um, yeah. No, I I thought about it way late. Like today, like a few hours ago. So it was just, if you hadn't, then I was trying to remember like all the, uh, like all the people that we worked with, the you know dressers and everybody. So it's um, right. well, you know, Toussaint was born on that day, and man, you know, I guess Anthony has a Broadway credit as a result. Every yeah. single year <laughs> on May twelfth, he sends a gift to Toussaint and Toussaint. Oh wow, that's amazing! That's amazing. Every single year. And really good gifts, you know. Um, he's a wonderful <laughs> brother. And so Toussaint and him, they've got this penmanship going back. He always writes the thank you notes and everything. And it's... Toussaint's oh, it, 10 now? How old is Toussaint? T will be turning 10 May 12th. 10. Wow. There it is. 10, there, 10 year anniversary. How we see how long ago it was. Every day. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I was like, I was like, yes, it's been about 10 years. Okay, 10. 10 years, and, yeah. yeah. Got the grades to show for it, too. Right up there. <laughs> the the screws Kevin, each other. Kevin, can you loan me some money, man? I mean. Uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I, speaking, you know, speaking of working. Speaking of working, TV man. Uh, so funny. Uh, good work, man. Good work. I know. Oh, I thanks, know man. I thanks for watching the show. You guys were the four people who watched it. That's really nice. <laughs> hey, man. You know what? It's funny because... It's one of those things, you know, it's a top cook crumbles. You're like, okay, well, I'll just try to get back out there and try to do something else. But they right. just... Right, right. You know, but I love those guys. It was, it's such a beautiful show. And, like, and they worked them, man. Like, they had, like, dance rehearsals and dancing. Y'all know I'm not the most coordinated person out in the world. <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember me with the basketball. Uh, you, uh, you know, <laughs> my favorite story about you in basketball, man, you were like, you're like, they asked me if I play. I said, I played in high school. <laughs> they were like, he's like, no, I played once. I played <laughs> once in high school. It's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely right, man. He said, oh, I, no. didn't I didn't lie. I didn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> This is an old adage, man. You never say no. You can learn right. how to do it until the end. Never say no. <laughs> well, that's their fault. They didn't ask the right questions. I'll never forget when we were doing the press and Tug is like, uh, hey, man, we're in Sports Illustrated. And I was like, oh, that's great. That's going to be great. He goes, we're in Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> in Sports Illustrated. I know. The funny thing about the press thing is that, like, I'm actually trying to like go back and cobble stuff up because it was all it was so 
it was so much. I mean, we're, we're all 10 years wiser to the business now. And, like, you see sports stuff, I mean, Broadway stuff in a sports medium. Like, I think we did an ESPN interview. I'm, like, I'm trying to track it down just to see, like – Oh, right. Just to, like, see it again. You know what I mean? I don't know what all this stuff was. I think PTI talked about our show, like, part of the interruption. It was weird. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Synergy. Yeah, like, you would never uh, MLB Network uh, interview with Harold uh, – Shoot, what's Harold's last name? Anyway, he, yeah, I wonder Harold where all that stuff is. Harold Reynolds. Yeah. Harold Reynolds. Yeah, they were messing up my name. So oh, right. that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it was um, damn, what a what an interesting time. Well, you know, one one of the reasons I wanted to bring everybody together because I I thought it was because there's seven kids, uh, in this group, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, you know, it'd be fun if we just Tommy's talk about. Now, too, we have to count Tommy's new kid. That's right. Tommy's got a kid. That's oh, right. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. right. Eight. So I wanted to uh, make it's sure. He didn't get to do anything after us. You know what I mean? He just kind of like fell off the radar. Yeah, he kind of. We, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard from him. We haven't heard from him in a minute, man. Probably the number one story I tell about the show. I'm like, we made this thing together, and the next thing he made was Hamilton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We were basically the test, the <laughs> testing ground. We were the test <laughs> Yeah, right. You tried a lot of that stuff out on us. And I remember. Like, we, tried to, we tried to, like, move um, the rehearsal mm -hmm. times around. And mm -hmm. he couldn't move them early. Like, we, we wanted to move, like, maybe an hour early or something. He's like, I can't do it. I'm working on something. And after I thought about it, I was like, oh, he's working on Hamilton. Hamilton right? yeah. <laughs> a bunch of them came to see us. I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. That's not, that's not going to work. That's not a good idea. Who's going to see that? No, no. I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. Well, Magic Bird, no, that'll work. That'll work. Now that'll work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shooting baskets on a Broadway stage. No, that'll, that'll work. <laughs> well, God. I'll tell those stories. But I wanted to pepper you guys with a few questions just to, just it was like an oral history of the show for you know, our families, our kids, just to have down the road because it's a show. As you all know, we've all been a part of them, like sort of blips in the radar for, for life, but like so important to us, Yeah, you know? And so uh, I, I just would be remiss not to get together. I was so happy that Didi like emailed me right back because Didi's not the easiest to get in touch with. Thank you, Didi. Uh, I, mean, I swear <laughs> I have like eight like, numbers for you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're always trying to sell me like Avalon spam. I'm like, what did this say, Didi? <laughs> What is this? So the first, the first question I wanted to ask you all is, remember, do, do you all remember your audition experience for the show? And can you tell me about it? Maybe, Rob, let's start with you, Rob. What do you, what, do you remember your audition experience? Um, well, I know first, and I think this is probably most, well, I guess the L.A., because I lived in L.A. then. So, so it was tapes. I think I sent in two tapes. I sent in a tape, and then they asked me to send in another tape. I remember Trisha just being the reader. That was before self-tapes were like a thing thing. Big thing. Right. So I remember sending in a couple of tapes and then and then you tried to make yourself look really tall in your tapes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just sat out tall. I, you know, I didn't know what I, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, you don't think, I didn't think anything was gonna come of it because you're talking about auditioning for a Broadway show from LA. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I didn't think anything was gonna come of that. So but I do remember that I had met Tommy before with what was the show they did before which was, was a football based Lombardi. Lombardi. Yeah. yeah. So right. I met them with Lombardi and I had done like four or five auditions for Lombardi and then flew out to New York for the final audition of Lombardi and didn't get it. So I think that's what <laughs> the relationship of that happened and 
And then, yeah, and then I remember flying to New York and doing the audition and then Kevin taking my job. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember going into the room, I was reading for Magic, and then I came out and then, uh, and Karen, who I knew, Karen Castle. Yeah. Yeah, she came out and she's like, they love you, but they want you to read for such and such and such and such. And I was like, that's all good. Yeah, I'm like, okay. And they were like, you don't have a problem with that? I'm like, no, I don't have no problem with, with working. So, <laughs> so I, I went never back understand in. that yet. Yeah, I went back in and then read, read for um, the roles that I eventually did. So it was, a good, it was a good experience. And I'm still here in New York, so I stayed. I, I mean, I, I had literally the same experience, Rob. Like, it was self-tape. I was here in, in this apartment, actually. And, like, I was uh, working on a short film of somebody, and they were like, my agents called and said, hey, they're doing Magic, uh, Magic Johnson story on Broadway. They want you to read for Magic Johnson. And I was like, who want me to read for it? <laughs> I was like, you said that. I was like, somebody asked Larry Bird story? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? And, uh, and, I, and I, I get the sides, I look at it, and I was like, well, okay, but you know, it's it's one of the leads on the Broadway play. They're not gonna cast somebody who ain't they're not casting me. And I'm like, you waste my time, but fine. And I and I literally just read it. I was like, I'm gonna just read these pages. I'm gonna send off the tape. Da da da. da. A week later, they were like, Hey, uh, they liked it. Can you come to New York? And I get there, and I remember I thought I, I saw you. I saw like who it was like three other guys there. They were like all six five. Work work work. And I was like. Oh, well, it was a nice free trip to L.A. I'm <laughs> to New York. I'm glad they flew me to New York. <laughs> it was like that. I was like, well, I ain't going to get this, this, this particular job, and that's okay. And then they were like, hey, hey, here we go. And then I found out later, you know, they, the Wayne Brady had dropped out. Or, <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> we were just backups anyway. We were just backups. Right. Wayne Brady was a uh, reason. He was a guy. He was a guy. Yeah, and Scott yeah. Scott Foley too. Actually, as a matter of fact, Kevin, because Scott uh, Foley, he went on really? Scott was stuck. I mean, he went on Jimmy. Stuck. He went on Jimmy. He went on Jimmy Kimmel and talked about this story about how he did a reading for 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 Magic Bird. That's Here's right. Um, I taped it. And I was like, whoa. You, Scott Foley. I, I, I cannot believe he did not tell me that story for for, yeah. for three months. <laughs> okay, I'm, Scott I'm, Foley. I'm, Scott, you gotta call him. You gotta call him on that. Yeah. We did a reading in L.A. and Scott Foley was reading Bird and Magic was in the room. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and nice. I was well, I was you, reading yeah. magic. Yeah, you were reading magic, and magic I was, was in the reading room. magic that day. Yeah, and wow. magic was like literally five feet away, and magic wouldn't shut up, man. Magic was like, that's exactly what I said, dude. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> he such a great guy, though, man? Like, just like, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this is Magic Johnson. Johnson is right. I'm reading Magic Johnson. It was crazy, man. Oh, so, so it wasn't Larry Bird because he was not, you know, Magic Johnson was like magical among with people. Larry Bird right. was not very good with people. And our open energy, though, right? Different energy. Like, no, no. That's I, not. Th I thought he was like a lady, though. Do you remember, do you remember like, Tug, you, you and me opening night, like, we're taking the photographs at the party and like, and, and the, Tug and I, you know, obviously, big guys, tall guys. <laughs> I felt like, you know, a, a strip next to them. I just love munchkins. Like they're, they're towering over us. But Larry seemed like he was laughing and doing the whole thing. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Which is just so different from what I had ever pictured of him. You know, and like, he's a I couldn't place, believe you know. how big his head It's like Easter Island. I couldn't believe how tall his head was. Humongous. Yeah. Yeah, man. I know Unbelievable. the looked like that big. Right. <laughs> Right, That's like not fair. Oranges. 
So it sounds like you were part of the project from like the early stages, right? Yeah. Early stages, early stages. Yeah, well, just like readings and things like that, man. Flew to LA, did a couple of like Rain Brady read it one time. And so early stages. And yeah. It was just, you know, it's because of uh, I did Brokeology with Tommy and we yep. had a oh, okay. relationship. But outside of that, man, it was just I was just waiting by the phone like everybody else, you know. Yeah. And Didi, what about yeah. you? I went in like I was having a bad day, you know, some days you're just having a fragile day. And I went into that Bernie Telsey, like that huge, huge office room. And there was there were like, you know, 10 musicals that were auditioning yeah. the same day. And that vibe, of, you know, I just I'm not a musical theater girl. So that vibe is so intense and so scary because there's like 100 people in there and they're all like loaded for bear and practicing their shit. And, <laughs> and I was in that in that waiting room and I just started to have an anxiety attack and I was kind of like oh man I I can't get my center in this room it's so intense in here and I didn't know what to do and I didn't know Tommy and Tommy came by and he was like on his way to the to the audition room like from the offices and walked through and he saw me and he saw that I was not handling this wow. room very well and he was like Didi Didi and I was like Yes, and I didn't know him. And he was like, I'm Tommy Kale, and, and are you okay? And I was like, it's just pretty intense in here. And he said, hey, come with me. And he found a little <gasps> back office. And he said, just go sit in there. Just go hang out in there. Wow. He, he, he just walked through and, and he just, you know, he just like walked through Telsey's office and everybody was like, excuse me, what's going on? They're like, I'm bringing Didi in this room. And he just brought me in there and we didn't know each other. And he just like brought me in that room. He closed the door and he said, you're cool. Just stay in there. And then they came in and they said, like, okay, go, it's your turn. And then I just had to walk through the sea of scariness. <laughs> <laughs> I went in the, you know, audition room, which was its usual horrifying self. But Tommy had just, like, he just saw. He like, it and saw it. And, I, and, and, when you, and when you go up for these things, you think, like, part of the test is, can you handle being in a room with 100 freaking out musical theater stars? <laughs> and, uh, and it's not the test. You know, Tommy's, the test. Like, Tommy's like, no, that's not the test. And he just like said, you don't have to pass that test. Come over here, like, just calm down. Come over here, I'll get you a safe room. And it was really like, what an amazing guy. Yeah. Mm. took care of me that way. We weren't, we didn't even know each other then. Did you have to- like, Whoever that was, I want to work with him. Yeah. Did you have whoever to saw me across the crowd room and said, that girl's having an anxiety. Not exactly, let me stop this. <laughs> really let me story. take care of her. <laughs> Did you have to read with Peter when you were uh, auditioning? Did they bring you in to have you read with Peter? I don't think so. Okay. I think it was just. I think it was just that one. I mean, I might be misremembering, but I think it was just that one. Just that one thing, yeah. And you know, I still talk about you guys because I, I teach at this college out here, and um, I talk about Dee Dee and Peter. Oh, I so do so to my crazy. students because sometimes they ask me questions, and I'm like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you about this show I was doing. And I say your names and they have no idea, right? right. Because they're, they're, you know, 18, 19 years old. And I said, well, do some research and look these people up and, and see who they are. And I said, let me tell you what I learned from them. That first day of rehearsal, and I remember sitting with Swa and Kevin and Tug, and that first day of rehearsal, you and Peter got up and your, your script looked like it had been through hell and back day one. They won. And I saw that script and I was like, well, she's been working on this for a couple of years. <laughs> right? And then I'm like, no, no, but you came in and it was frazzled and notes and stuff. <laughs> and you and Peter got up there and did this scene that was spectacular. 
And then I just assumed because I'm, you know, being, you know, 10 years ago is ignorant. I was like, I remember asking, I don't know if I asked you or asked Peter, I was like, you, you guys, you guys went through this, you rehearsed this, right? Yeah. And, and then you were like, no, we just, we just did this today. It was the first time. And I'm like, shit, I got to get my shit together. <laughs> right? Mm. I tell students that I'm like, that's how you show up to a first rehearsal. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? I was like, that taught me something. Yeah. But I was like, I ain't been doing it right. I ain't been showing up like I'm supposed to show up. Peter and I both lead with fear. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I better do all my own work because I'm so afraid. So, and, and he had that same thing. I mean, he was just like super prepared so that he could just show up and see what happened. And so we, we had that sort of like way of handling our fear in common. He was also, uh, we, uh, we were just, I mean, I didn't know him. And I can remember just being, I, I had never met him and I knew, I knew who he was, but I, and the chemical thing that happened was just luck. Like, oh my God, what an That's amazing partner. to watch. Like uh, to do all those crazy scenes together and be all those different people and just have him just keep showing up with more like intense love. He just, oh my God. I know it, it, it broke, broke this year, just broke my heart, just broke my heart. It took me and I, we have not stayed in touch. You know, we've like, I'll see him once in a while. I'll run into him socially and just be so happy to see him. And he was so happy the last few times I saw him. He was so mm. like, he was so loved acting so much. and was feeling like he was, he was really getting somewhere with it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. I, I saw him a few, I saw him years ago, but we had dinner together and um, you were starting to see like, people really appreciate Peter. I mean, he had this, he had g girls was coming out, you know, a lot of things were yeah, yeah. Do things in cool spaces that people were like, Oh, I forgot about how talented this guy is. And we all saw it every day. Yeah. Every day. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah, but that was just like, I mean, that was just sheer luck. And of course I was so nervous about who's this person going to be. What if I feel shut down by them? What if, mm. you know, what if we just aren't, aren't, suited to each other in the first day i was like oh this is gonna be so fun yeah, yeah. so great i want to share my re uh, rehearsal uh, audition story just to put it to bed so i, <laughs> I like kevin who got flown out and rob i i, f I flew myself out <laughs> to uh, to audition from la and uh, I, f I remember it was a Friday, like a friday or something and I, I thought like kevin i was like they're gonna pick up some kid from idaho who looks exactly like larry bird and they're like Gonna, he's gonna you do look exactly like Larry Bird. Yeah, he's gonna be like he's gonna be like six eight. You know what I mean? He's like it's gonna be the thing. And so I go in uh, and I, I think I audition uh, with for, with for Tommy, and he's from Virginia. I'm from Virginia, and so is he. And we started talking about high school basketball. We started talking about like where he would have gone to school if he went to public school. He went to some school in D.C. And it was like so disarming, similar to what Didi's experience was like. You know, you don't think much of stuff, and then you're and you're like. That, that went pretty well. Like that was that was more fun than I remember. <laughs> Most auditions being, they asked me to come back, so I stayed the weekend and I I did the scenes. There was no one else in the room. A big, huge Bernie Telstra. There was no one else there, so I was like felt comfortable. I didn't see like other people auditioning for it. And then I, I remember coming. I'll never forget this moment. I came out and uh, Karen Castle were there, and, and I, they just asked me to wait. And Will Cantler came out and he um he gave me a hug, and I was like. Wait a second. <laughs> I, do not, I do not want to get ahead of myself. Solve their problem. But, but no casting director has ever hugged me before. So yeah, you solved the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, what a relief. Yeah, it was one of those one of the experiences where like I actually did solve a problem. You always hear that, you know. You always hear those things, yeah. but it really did happen that one time. And um, so it's you know. Are there any basketball 
work? No, I can't remember. I'm trying to remember the no, scene. You didn't have to. Did. You didn't have to handle the ball. You know, and I, I thought that was a you know Rob saying they asked the wrong questions. I thought that was a question they should they should ask in the audition. Right, right, right. Who did they have a goal? Did they have a goal in there? No goal. Same thing asked. You can't do it. You can't do that perfectly every time. Just I personally no would have been so excited to dribble a basketball in an audition. I'd be like, give me the rock right now. Oh, give me the rock. Give me the rock. <laughs> well, you're an amazing basketball player. So, well, of course, yeah. you would have been like. <laughs> Compared to most, uh, most actors, I would say I'm, I'm better. But, you know. But remember, no, they, no. Kept, they kept Tug's stuff in there a lot longer than the rest. <laughs> oh, didn't they? <laughs> Tug was well, hitting them free throws, bro. Tug was hitting them joints. Well, I wanna, I'm glad we brought this up because I wanted to ask you guys on your quick thoughts on, like, the experiences of the rehearsals and the runs. Because I, I do mention that. The one thing I wanted to say about Tommy that I always remembered, because Tommy is now is, – Tommy is a great director and is now seen as a great director, but he's also, like, so open to ideas. I think that's the thing that I kind of got. Like, he, we could pitch him stuff. Swa would bounce past me. We, we got a thing in where he, I would run on stage and he would bounce past it to me every time. That's something oh, that yeah. kind of worked right. out together. But I think that's what makes him a great director, that he was so open to ideas and, and it was a collaboration. Like he was the, the helm, he led us in these like, you know, do you remember like the, the numbers in the front of the stage? Yeah. It's yeah. like, like yeah, I've never seen that before. And like, he does all his shows and, and the live Grease thing he did. And I was like, that's amazing. Use it for television too, but it's great. Like I was like, he just has a, this style that he just can, can collaborate and move actors and artists together to tell a good story. Like I, I loved him for that. It was you know, yeah, and he had the big problems already solved. He like, yeah. he like had the conceptual problem solved, which you know meant that we could like think about other stuff besides like how are we gonna get all these four hundred scenes in one in one thing. He was like, no, you'll come from there. I, don't worry about that part. You know, I've got that. Which was and and this this thing will be turning and you'll be standing oh, yeah. and it's like what? It's really, we're turntables. We forgot about that too. It'll work. Turntables, the quick changes were crazy. <laughs> we're all oh, God. And he wasn't, he wasn't just going like, hmm, I wonder what this is going to be like. He was like, no, I already did the counts. I did I the counts. I know exactly where it's going to go for Yeah, so we're just like, okay, keep, keep walking forward. He's got us. So we, right. could, think, we could think about, you know. It was a like, huge what, trust exercise, you know. Yeah, it really was. Jesus. Like it was fast. Like all of a sudden, boom. There you you'd be, and I'd be like, oh, okay, that's a team. Hey, here we are, boom. <laughs> yeah, this you, you about, um, Dee, you've been on, you've been back on Broadway since you know I saw you out in L.A. doing your show. You know, I can't wait to talk about that. The the, the previews I thought was so interesting because I never I never had a play before, never been on Broadway where we had more than like three previews or whatever. So yeah. so like to use the previews that the way we did, what I thought was so cool. We cut scenes out from one night yeah. to the next. Remember we were play, we were coming out to one song. We were coming out to like Van Halen one night, and then oh that song. Oh yeah, the opening. We back. were fighting over that song. That opening. We Folks still talk over. about that opening. <laughs> Learning how to take those pants off. How to take the pants and the zips <laughs> off? Yes. As you guys were like, boom, this is what we do. And I was like, what are you? How do you pull it? But Flaw is right. That opening. <laughs> I just be like, no, my snaps oh, are. Wow, you just brought me back. I forgot about that. It was a whole <laughs> thing. It was like. <laughs> then once I got it, I was like, oh, let's take our pants off a million times. <laughs> I think Swa, you got it first. You got it first because you got it first and flashy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Taking <laughs> <laughs> your pants off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> listen, that whole listen. It was a blur. 
there was it was uh, the music was blurring and uh, and it was time to just show up, man. And <laughs> there I, must be a recording of the show somewhere, right? Like that, like like oh, yeah, Lincoln Center or somebody. Yeah, someone's got it, right? It's a Lincoln Center, yeah. We got a little longer, don't we? Picture on my wall. Huh? It's like, wait, can we? Can I even make it happen? Oh, oh there, look at oh, that! Oh wow, the jersey's yeah. hanging down. It's like, it's like t- you know, a circling up, and Tommy like, we know you guys. Yeah. One time when uh, you know, I I had never been on Broadway before and so I didn't really understand that you know the culture of like how that crew stuff works it's just such a different thing because the crew really owns the theater and the theater, like, theater that's it yes and I, and I remember um one day when I was like had my little my little uh I think it was even Walkman days you know it was like a long time so it was like I had my little music to listen to before we started and I had my little water and then I, I I would put it on this one shelf, and the and the one of the crew guys was like, "Hey, hey, you can't have anything on the shelf." And I was like, oh, "Okay, where should I put these things? You can't have them." And I was like, "But but, but this is what I, I do, <laughs> so that I can get ready to go in there and dominate." And <laughs> and they were like, "No, you can't have any water back here. You can't have any Walkman back here." And I was like, uh, 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 and I went to Tommy, and I was crying, <laughs> like, right, right. "But Tommy, how can I? I mean." I'm supposed to just be like completely shut down and do whatever they say back here. And then I'm supposed to walk out there and dominate. I can't do it. I have to, I have to like, and so he went and he talked to somebody and got a little spot where I could have my water and my little walk. But, but it, it was such a weird feeling. Like, well, I'm used to being able to like make some noise and jump around and be a total weirdo backstage. And it was just, it was supposed to be just like, oh no, you can only walk in these areas and you can't have water. And you get, it was like, oh, oh, oh. and then we're supposed to go out there and just be like, here we are, I'm all about oh, us. Right. <laughs> I can't do those two things in the same, you know, it was like a real lesson. And oh, that's how this works. Wow. The other question that I want to ask you all is like, 10 years on, plays come and go on Broadway, as we all know, but this play is so unique because I feel like this story is, well, like, Tommy talked about this. It's like a new American mythology, like bird and magic will be around after they're gone. Yeah. You know, like on now on HBO, you know what I mean? Or the, the beginnings of uh, the Laker the dynasty. Lakers, yeah. When you see someone and someone asks you about the play or, or just in your own memory, what, like, what are the stories or what are the, like the moments that pop into your head? I, uh, this may be just uh, like a whole company and a cast of actors story, but I use this line all the time now uh, because it was something Rob Manning said to me during one of our fight rehearsals. Came out of my little, um, Be back. like, 70s shorts or whatever it was, a short little basketball shorts, and I was ready to go. And Rob just stops and looks at me, looks me up and down, and he calls over his left shoulder. He's like, can we get some emergency lotion to the stage? <laughs> <laughs> and I use it all the time now. Like, it's like, <laughs> Damn, man, going to throw some ash knees? <laughs> That's not fair, because he played Michael Cooper. He got to pull his socks all the way up to his knees. <laughs> 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 I could cover him up. <laughs> when I think of um, the stories, people always ask me all the time about Larry Bird because Larry Bird is such an enigma. Yeah. People like always want to know about him. But the story that comes to my mind the most, and I know Kevin remembers this, is uh, we opened on whatever, I think it was a Wednesday we opened, and I tore my meniscus opening night. Oh, right, um, I, right. I, I later found out. So I went and got an MRI, and then we, we did two shows on the following Friday. And then the, we had a bunch of Olympians come oh, to right. the yeah. show, like yeah, yeah. Gaines, Maya Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in pain. 
And um, I had to do a dribble where I dribble between my legs, and I dri- and I, I couldn't get low enough, and the ball throws it to the audience. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like the best athletes in the world You're are like, there, and I never miss ever. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh like, my no. gosh. And then, oh man, uh, and it just, oh, it was one of those things where like, it was so. But Tug, it wasn't when the Indiana Pacers came. So these were Olympians. That's but good. They, they couldn't dribble a basketball to save their life. Well, Maya Morkman, she was there. <laughs> but, uh, but the Pacers story is great too because I remember, um, you know, they, they brought in like, you know, whatever, 10 players from their team. Yeah. Did Skip Bayless come that night? I remember Skip Bayless coming that oh, night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, my yeah. wife has a picture with Skip Bayless that I can't, I'm just like waiting to show the world because it's so funny. He's in like a black spandex. Tight, that tight oh, shirt. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I still remember that. That shirt was tight. Um, you know, oh. and so it was just so funny. To and see all Skip, these man, Skip, he came to Bronx Bombers. Yeah. Skip called me one night. Man. No way. Oh, wow. I, I'm not lying to you. He just called me out the blue and I was like, it, and um, it was Tony or uh, one of the producers. Yeah, uh, gave him the my phone number, and he genuinely, sincerely just wanted to keep in touch and see how the career was gonna go because he that's just amazing. like loved the work. Oh, that's so great! Yeah, Skip Bayless. You know the the guy I used to curse at on the television. Yes, yes, he's now calling <laughs> to check on your career. A sincere interest in how the trajectory of my career. Is. That's so great. He was it's so cool. nice to us that the hero, yeah. you know, here see all the things that are said about him i'm like he was ex- i kept nice. waiting for that other shoe to drop yeah, yeah. it didn't you know yeah, it was, nice. it, it was what a wonderful guy the, the, we did opening night i mean it's another story so while you talked about reading reading magic in front of magic i mean i talk about with, with you know kevin like to people about basically performing a show for the king and <laughs> everyone look not, everyone's not watching us they're watching the they're king, watching them. The king right Right. But, I mean, it was the weirdest experience. One of the weirdest experiences I've ever had. Where like, and opening nights we all know are weird energies, but correct. Everyone was like looking for them to make sure they were having a good time. Yeah, I think we could sort of tell where they were. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You can hear. You can hear. Like, oh, they're like they're like up in the the stage left, but corner, yeah. you know, because the energy was so like. <laughs> Magic's live too, like just permeated that whole space for me. Like I get all, oh, there he is. Okay, let me not listen to that. Let me just <laughs> try to work here. My joy was I made whatever ten, I mean, however many shots it was. That I mean, I, I miss. I, mem- I remember missing the very first night. I, me- I tried to do a, a reverse layup and missed it. And I was like, I'm never reversing a layup ever again. Oh yeah. So luckily, we got all the shots in for for Magic and Larry because I would I would have felt really bad. <laughs> I, I remember our closing night performance and uh during the it's uh us the, the dream team it's like magic and uh and yeah. burn during the uh the dream team and we have this the scene you and i and like and there was there's a moment built in where i'm supposed to cry da, 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 but because it was our last night and because i was looking at you and because i i could not stop crying i was, I was so <laughs> sad yeah <laughs> It was so sad in that scene. I remember. Baby, I was, that was so intense. Yeah, so intense. All the words, every line, it was all about, yeah, this is, we're going to, this is the end. This I mean, is Swags run back from giving, you know. Yeah, I know, and you were so raw. You're like, you were so open. Like, <laughs> the world was just rushing into us because, you know, like, well, what's, you know, what's really important it was so intense so so intense so surreal and love that's all i love 
I felt love. I felt love of what we, you came back. And you know, the, the, oh. the, you stayed up for 24 hours and then you were like, I'm going to do the last show. Kevin, Tug will tell you about your push gift. You know, you want to have a gift set up for oh, your yeah, mom yeah. after she pushes this beautiful miracle out of her. And, you know, so I had that set up and I was asking for permission, <laughs> you know, after uh, he was delivered and she said, go ahead, babe. And that, that was the thing I really, you know, I, I wanted to close it down the best way we, we possibly, the way we came together. I wanted the, the whole ensemble to close it down that way, you know. It, it elevated the whole thing. Really did. Being yeah. like, oh, oh, okay, you know, it was like, no, we're, we're we're living life together. It was. I always think of that show as being the only time I've really experienced men and their sons in a theater. Oh, mm. you know, oh, that, right. yeah, the yeah. feeling of like men bringing their sons. Oh, to come watch, yeah. It, it's just a particular energy that it, it, you you never get. You know what? I don't think that happens in that same way. And it was so fun and such a, no matter how, what, you know, what was going on with our run, even in small houses, there was a vibe. Like people had traveled to New York. That's right. Right. Tickets for their kids on the plane. That's right. Them into Times Square because they were like, I want you to see this story. And and that feeling of that was always thrilling, you know, and it was very particular. You don't get that exactly. You remember people wearing jerseys and stuff like the first night there was guys like wearing Indiana State jerseys and oh um, yeah the energy that you will not even see. know that I would love that I just love it. <laughs> yeah I mean Broadway's the data says it's usually more you know women centric uh, yeah and, the women are dragging their husbands kicking yeah. and they're like sure 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 we'll the do reverse this. here <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. come on babe I, you owe me yeah this show. Um, I hate to say this. I really, really have to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to get to baseball practice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Already, already late. Big love. Well, so much love, man. Talk to you soon. Bye. Right. Yeah, so my last thoughts for you all is, do you think about the show ever? How do you think about the show 10 years I, later? I will randomly uh, run into somebody at a new project or whatever, and they'll be like, hey, you were in that 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 uh, that, that Magic Bird musical. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was saying. Right. <laughs> I like your songs. I thought they were good. Right, right, right. And I was, I was like, no, no. We, the music? Uh, we did we did do you know this play on Broadway and it was Maddie Bird sticking us. And someone will tell me about like how their dad saw it or how like one of their friends can't stop raving about the show or, or they saw it and they loved it. And it, it always it just kind of gets a little, you know, my heart gets a little warm. I'm like, wow, we really did. We kind of made something like special, you know, it, it, it ran for the time it did, but like, it was, it was really fun to see what, what we got to do. So I, I, I always have a little smile on my heart when I think about it. That's about me. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's, I remember people would come up and say, this is the first play I've been to. Hmm. And mm-hmm. That would always get me. Right. Mm-hmm. Like people would come and say, this is the first time I've ever been to a play, not a Broadway show, but to a show. Right. And just the fact that, you know, gateway drugs. we were, yeah, we were part of that to get, we people. were the gateway drugs, <laughs> <laughs> but to get people, you know what I mean? Get people who would never normally even consider going to see a show. I always thought that was, that was really cool. And then it's always, you know, for me, it, the show itself has a special place because it kind of got me back to New York. I remember oh, wow. 
And I remember Trisha telling me this. Trisha and I had just gotten married at that point. So we hadn't been married that long. And Trisha had said, you know what, you get, because I always wanted to go back to New York it, the whole time I was in LA. And she said, look, if you get a show in New York that will move us, then we'll go to New York. Oh, and there it is. And so this is why I'm here. This show, Amazing. that show is why I'm here in New York. Oh, wow. Annie, how do you think about the show? Does it ever pop randomly in your, your brain? Does I mean I loved doing it, and I was I was sort of uh, surprised at how much I just loved the doing it. I loved the athleticism of the of the of that acting that we had to do. You know, the, all the shifts and all the yeah. and the fact that we made this group that could trust each other that much. And how many characters did you play in the show? I don't know, maybe six. I can't. Six. <laughs> I mean, it just felt like you were just a powerhouse. Like so every, each of them. So I was like. God damn it, I want to be that talented. I'm like, whenever I see you on TV popping in something, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so great. Like, yeah. The idea that it was like, that was the trick, you know, that was the fun trick was like, right. oh, they just come in and they're all these different characters. Like we did, cause we, we were not a musical. So we were not singing songs. Exactly. We were not dancing. We did have some basketball. We did have some <laughs> basketball. And we had some like going around in circles on the thing and stuff. But, but basically it was this trick of like shift, 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 shift. And the fact that that was, sort of enough of a trick was pretty thrilling, you know, to have it be like, this is like the circus. It really is. It really is like a big show, like a musical, but the only trick is like the athleticism and then the, the acting being so like, bam, 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 just to do all these throwdowns. It was really, it was fun. And then Tommy came on and produced Dana H. Did he really? Randomly, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. He did. At one point, it was like, I got an email from Tommy saying, like, I, I decided to be one of the producers from Day Age. And he was just, and, and the, uh, the feeling of having him, because he's such a great dad, you know, he was such yeah. a great dad for us. Like, I felt like there were just times when he was like, don't forget to eat, you guys. Like, they were just, because huh. we were just, what the hell? What is it to be in a Broadway show? It's just such a different beast. So I was really glad to have him just be, you'll be able to call me and turns out I didn't really need to, but just knowing that, that he was there just kind of, I'm going to be on call because I, I know how to usher these things into existence. When I look back at the, the pictures from us, one thing is if I could tell, if I tell, if we were doing it 10 years later, I'd be like, you lose so much weight doing mm. <laughs> the, the, the show. I mean, I, I look like I was probably under 200 pounds. I mean, like I was so skinny from not getting any food in, the show was grueling in a 90 minute span. You're like, you're so busy. And then you, you know, in New York, you lose weight just by walking everywhere. So, yeah, no. so that's one of the first things I look at, but the, the thing I'll say, it's sort of a bittersweet memory. Cause for me as like guy who played basketball, like uh, to, to fuse these two things that you love, was, I mean, I don't, it'll be hard to press to find a show that does that, again. that. but also like, you know, you, you know, everyone has a dream, you know, everyone wants to get on a law and order when you're in New York. Right. Everyone wants to do a Broadway show. Like that's, that's, you know, to be able to tick that, check that box is like a, a, a yeah. feeling that will, will never go away. I mean, that's, that's a great feeling. And I think- you got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, hopefully there's more in the future, but like, I remember that day I, I was like, I think I was kind of, sort of like lying to myself. I was like, it's gonna be fine. And then two months later, I was like, oh, I really miss- All right. The speed of that, that you know, the intensity of that process. So I think it took me like, probably like a year to really fully move on from, you know, what was a pretty crazy moment in time. But uh, I think back really fondly on the show and like, 
I get to see Kevin. Kevin is a golfing buddy of mine out here. And um, Sean's an actual golfer. I'm a guy who, you know, holds holds a golf club. It's okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> never played before. You know, he's picking right. up very fast. So um, Thanks, man. But, yeah. But, like, it's just we're coming up on 10 years. I, I know Rob texted out yesterday. I'm old. I'm like, it's weird to have these markers in, in your life. And this is definitely – That's one of those markers. One of them. Yeah. I always say, like, it's hard to be on top of your own profession and, like, but for one night, when we opened on Broadway, we were the t- we were on top of the world. You know, it's like uh, yeah, it's a fun experience. So anyway, I really appreciate you guys getting together. I know how crazy it is to get five people. And, you but know, you did, and I couldn't believe it all worked. We all yeah. got yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was probably just going like, "Can you do this right now?" I was like, "Yes, I can." I know. Today, we got to talk about Peter. You know, we miss him. We love him. Tommy, Patrick Vassal, like you know, all these people that we that helped us along the way is. Hopefully we can find a way to do something together again. You know, that'd be that'd be the dream. Why don't you write it, man? I want to work you on it. Right run now. scripts, write it. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I, I can't believe we did it. It's great to see you all. Think of you all so fondly, and hopefully um, we'll celebrate again at, at twenty. Oh my goodness! Yeah, twenty years. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, uh, let's do another guys. play before twenty. <laughs> 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 So good to see you guys. Yeah, great to see you all. Thanks for hopping on. I love you all and um, hope to see you all soon. All right, that's it. What a fun interview. What a fun walk down memory lane for me. Great to talk to those wonderful people, people I love so dearly. I think so fondly of the the thing that we made. And as Tommy Kale said to us many times over, this is real. You made this and they can't take it away from you. And I always think about that. So wanted to get this opportunity to do an oral history of magic bird put it all on tape for my kids to have someday and hopefully you enjoyed it too if you enjoyed it hope you rate review and subscribe to our show get a little alert whenever i do these podcasts uh, you can follow me at tug coker on twitter and instagram i will put the handles and links of the actors that we interviewed today on my instagram so you can find them and follow them as well thanks for tuning in We'll be back soon with another episode. Whenever I got something fun to talk about, which I do, I think there'll be something coming up soon. Till then, hope you have a great week, great month, and we will catch up soon. Bye. Boom.